1: Rodriguez is a Mexican artist based in London. Her artistic practice captures the beauty and magic of Mexico and Latin America while exploring issues of identity. She's interested in the intersections between memory and place as sites of personal and collective belonging. Shapes, colors, and forms combine to evoke the magic realism of Latin America and the cultural richness of its native traditions. Paola's compositions explore the memory of place, people, and landscapes through poetic realism, striking color combinations, and hard-edge abstractions. Her images are populated by lone figures that transport us to an imaginary world of understated beauty and stillness.
0: Thank you for joining us today. Much appreciated.
2: Thank you for inviting me.
0: No problem um how are things going uh during the quarantine
2: uh yeah they're they're good I guess it's it's been a period of change for for most people and of, of like self reflection okay.
0: uh, was what good. was the what was the lockdown uh like in the UK
2: uh well it was quite um It was a bit sudden, I mean, at least in my experience, because I think just the government couldn't really decide what
0: what to do. Yeah.
2: Suddenly it was like, okay, this is happening. So within a week, we had to like, yeah, go into lockdown. Um, So there wasn't much of a sort of leading up to it. There wasn't a lot. Mm.
0: Are things like easing up now or is it still like super restricted over there?
2: Uh, no, it's a lot. It's a lot um, more relaxed now. I think it's been like uh, almost a month now that they sort of started relaxing. It's it's always been very vague what they tell us. I imagine it's similar in the case. So yes. it's quite vague. And um, but they have stopped releasing numbers. So um, I think the rates are going up again since they relaxed it. So it's they're stuck that there might be another like mini lockdown.
0: Wow, wow. Yeah, it's pretty much the same over here, but we don't really have good leadership in this area, so <laughs> we don't know what to do.
2: I mean, yeah, same here. It's not its not been great, to be honest.
0: Yeah. yeah um, so uh, let's get into the questions. Um. Uh, where are you from and um, where did you grow up?
2: So I'm originally from Mexico. I was born in Mexico City, but grew up um, in the Pacific coast in a small town called Colima. And then when I was 18, I moved to England um, and I did my university here. And I've been here since then, basically. So it's been 11, almost 11 years, if not 12 now. Mm.
0: So why England?
2: Uh, Well, my sister, um, I have an older sister. She's um, quite a lot older than me. Um, And she, she moved to England when I was really little. So I kind of grew up coming to England to visit her and I don't know I always there was something about it that always I always loved and then I knew I always wanted to leave um, Mexico I wanted to go somewhere else and Mm -hmm. I didn't want to go to the US because I kind of wanted to go somewhere further away
0: yeah Um,
2: and and English like is the only language I can speak apart from Spanish so Mm -hmm. England just seemed like like the most logical place, because my sister had family, and I knew people here, so it just seemed
0: yeah, like so was it um once you got settled, was it like a, a culture shock like was it extremely different from what you grew up uh knowing and what you grew up around?
2: yeah, it was really different. I mean, when I first arrived, I because. Um, you you can't really go straight into university here um, mm-hmm. if you are from overseas. So you have to do this like introductory year where I basically was just me and other foreign students. So the first year of my life as a student in England, I didn't knew anyone English. All of my friends were international, mm-hmm. um, which was really nice. Um, and it wasn't until I actually started my degree and started meeting English people. There was more of a shock because the first year felt more of like a shared of because everyone was foreign, mm. so we were all kind of in the same boat. And then afterwards, it was a bit more of a, oh, I'm the only one
1: yeah.
2: from abroad. Um, so yeah, it was it was later that it kind of I kind of, I kind of realized um, how different or like that I was in a very different place. Yeah.
0: Um. So, what's your educational background?
2: So, I I have a degree in like my first degree was in science because I I kind of grew up always there was always this boat like am I am I going to become an artist or am I going to become a scientist mm-hmm. and it seemed like the more kind of grown up thing to do for some reason um to become a scientist so so I went on through that route and I I my first degree is in molecular biology um and then i kind of realized no i don't want to be a scientist mm-hmm. uh, and then yeah so then afterwards i did my master's in in illustration and yeah i've been doing art since
0: how uh did your relatives react when you said um instead of doing science i would rather be an artist
2: i think they kind of expected that i mean at least <laughs> quite close like my mom and my sister that are quite i'm quite close today I think they kind of, when I picked science, were a bit like, really? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, they kind of, yeah, it wasn't a shock. Um,
0: so have you always been an artist since you were like a, a little kid, like drawing and whatnot?
2: Yeah. Like always it's been, I guess for me, like for many artists, it's been the way I communicate. And like, myself. Mm. So, so yeah, since I can remember like drawing, has been, it's been there.
0: Like, yeah. nice uh what type of materials do you use for your? so
2: work? um i mean a lot because not having had like i mean i, di- I do have a master's in illustration but i d- didn't have a, i didn't do like a proper degree so i never like learned about like there's a lot of materials i'm still kind of um exploring and like getting introduced to um mm-hmm. but i would say mainly i use um Watercolors, acrylics, so so paint mediums, like
0: yeah. Very Maybe. nice. Um, when I look at your recent body of work, it is vibrant and symbolizes uh, a desert-like space with a generous amount of blue skies, healthy agriculture, and atmosphere an atmosphere that invokes warmth in terms of climate. Um, what is the inspiration or reference of these paintings?
2: So um, basically when we first went into lockdown um, I was reading this book by Gabriel Garcia Marquez um, which is like a collection of short stories and and that kind of like brought me back to to my hometown and to where I'm from and it kind of brought back all these memories of all these places in Mm. my mind and that kind of paired with being in isolation um and not being able to go outside and like craving that sense of space and nature. That kind of was like what informed um the paintings and yeah, I guess it was like an homage to like where I'm from in a way and like missing missing that yeah, that nature and like I spent so many years trying to get out. And now that I'm abroad, like mm-hmm. I, I wanna go back all the time. So it's quite yeah, like nostalgia and like combined with like what happened and the lockdown, it kind of, yeah, that's what inspired the paintings.
0: And I'm pretty sure the weather is a, a lot nicer than it is over there.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah, especially my hometown is is in the Pacific, so it's a tropical place. So basically it's the yeah, sun, sunshine pretty much every day.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: So would you say the lockdown has... um helped your creativity or um made you uh, i guess less creative
2: oh i think it's absolutely helped i think it just simply because it's given me the time and space to actually do my art mm. um because yeah, normally i mean i work every day and i travel to work like a couple of hours um so it's I'm normally tired and like don't wanna don't wanna do very much. So this is really giving me a space to to like do it.
0: Mm-hmm. Some a space to I guess focus more on yourself rather than the surroundings and in, in which you have to like I guess survive <laughs> or whatever.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just having time. Like that we don't normally have so much time. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm. so what is like the the main narrative behind your work
2: um so again i guess i guess it goes it goes a lot with this sense of place and space but it's also i mean i i really like um magical realism literature and i've i mean i've been reading a lot of it since i'm since i'm young just because a lot of latin american writers um to touch topics that deal with like magical realism so it's quite embedded in like my in in myself and i love it because i feel like it really represents latin america in such a good way like it's mm. this sense of of like it's all so real but like there's so much magic about the culture that I, it really like evokes latin america for me so so yeah a lot of the narratives are like to do with With that and to do with memory and like my own recollections of of where i'm from my own recollections of the people from mexico of of the places i've seen of the culture in general and it's just that kind of sense of of that my memories are like only i can experience the memories the way i experience this and that's kind of gives me like a sense of like pleasant loneliness within within the memories so Mm kind of like this narrative of of yeah people in like big spaces and yeah kind of evoking this like sense of of yeah of nostalgia
0: and of place Mm. so basically um is it kind of like trying to relive your childhood through your art
2: i guess so in a way and i guess um not just that but kind of like celebrate the things about growing up that have really sort of stuck in my mind like there's mm. little things that like I really remember going to the beach and like there's always people in the beach feeding you while well, selling you food and to me like it's always stuck in my mind like and like you know there's a man selling mangoes like you know you'll always find like people selling like fruit and like and all of these things have really stuck in my mind and it's like kind of a way of like celebrating I guess.
0: I've noticed that um a lot of artists uh that I've come across have a, a real sense of community within their work and just taking different elements from maybe people you observe or people you uh know personally, they often put that into their art just to I guess create create a a a, a let's say a book within a painting. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah yeah I think I guess as artists our way of like our way of expressing is is what we know and what we lived and what we've experienced and yeah like it's all of these kind of things that have been imprinted and like all these people like you say that have been imprinted, all these colors, all of that and I guess our way of of you know putting that out is through our art so
0: Absolutely, absolutely. How did you know that illustration was the medium for you as an artist?
2: Um, I didn't know it. Kind of, it kind of happened, I guess. Um, because I didn't, like I said, I, I had, I did biology um, as my first degree, and then I moved to London, and I kind of started doing drawings for my friends and like commissions here and there, and it kind of like I kind of started doing that. And then I thought, oh, maybe I can actually make a living out of this. Maybe I can actually, you know, be a be an artist and do art. And that that's kind of how I decided. Oh, maybe I should have a, some sort of formal training. And illustration seemed like the most like logical thing to do.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: How important? How important is? Um how important is illustrating current times within your art? Do you feel that it's a responsibility for you to um, create uh, uh, pieces that illustrate current events, or or not?
2: Yeah, I think. I mean, I think as as people, not just as artists, we do have sort of a responsibility to like to what's going on. Around us, and um, I mean, art is such a, in my mind, gentle way of um, getting people to talk about things, um, and you know, opening discussions and having discourse about things, and and to get people to think about stuff in like quite a, like gentle way, like you know, by looking at a picture, you can you can evoke. People like make people think about certain things. And so I think definitely as artists, um, we have a responsibility to, to yeah, to, to incite those conversations in people.
0: Absolutely. Um, uh, with gaining a master's in illustration from the University of Arts in London, um, how important is formal education to you?
2: Well, I mean, I have mixed feelings about formal education because I think I don't I definitely think you don't need a degree to to be an artist or to be a whatever I don't think going to university is um what people should do necessarily just because simply not everyone can go to university and it shouldn't be like what people expect from people. And especially now, I think there's like so many ways in which you can um, educate yourself, in which you can learn, like, I mean, there's resources everywhere nowadays. So I think definitely it helps, not because it gives you a, a paper that says, oh, you did this degree, because I guess for a lot of artists is where they are giving the time and the space to develop and to explore and to learn. So So I think that's why it's it's important because it allows for that space, but not so much because it gives you a title. So yeah,
0: Yeah. I think um, just from personal experience, I believe that just having a center for artists to come together and network and bounce ideas off of each other is extremely important. Um, The only dislike... dislike, I would say, uh, that I have about education is the price tag that comes with it.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think definitely, for me, um, my master's, like the people I learned, I learned the most from was my peers, like, mm. sure, like, I, you know, we had teachers and everything. But But yeah, definitely, one of the most valuable things was meeting other people that, you know, had a similar interest and a similar you know drive so that was that was invaluable but yeah i think like you say like it's not everyone can afford a degree and not everyone should be expected especially in the art world that is so elitist and like i've been to galleries that have literally told me you don't have a fine arts degree we can't so it's and i mean that happens so yeah i mean the art world is quite is quite snobbish I mean, I don't know everywhere, but definitely here. Not everyone, obviously. There's a lot of people that you know want to celebrate everyone, but yeah, definitely, it's an intimidating um, world—the art world, for sure.
0: Um, what are some lessons you've learned in the educational setting?
2: Uh, well, I think I've learned to make use of of you know, I mean, like we've said, it's so expensive. But I think for me is the only time I've had access to so many things. Like when when I went to art school, um, it was like going to Disneyland for me. It was like, Mm -hmm. oh my God, you know, there was all of these resources that I didn't even knew. Like there was like ceramics, like a foundry. There was so many things that I suddenly like could have access to that for me that was like. The biggest sort of thing i took like i did everything like even though i was doing illustration i did a i did a bronze sculpture i did like because i just wanted to learn all of the things mm-hmm. so for me, yeah that was like the biggest lesson i guess that you know make use of all of the resources and like learn all of the things you can
0: yeah that's definitely a plus um having unlimited resources to your disposal uh, disposal um mm-hmm. what is your art making process um help us imagine how you prepare for a new concept.
2: So it kind of, um, I guess it, differ, it differs. It, it comes from different places, I guess. Some, sometimes it's like an idea. Sometimes it's something very, very like concise as having an image in my head and like then, you know, sketching that and then, yeah, drawing that. Sometimes it just comes from, even from other artists. Like I, I, I think, it's really nice that as artists, we can get inspired by each other. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I'll see work by other people and that will inform like my own work. Um, sometimes it's just like random things. Like I saw this video of a sea turtle the other day and it, where I'm from, it's are sea turtles and like every year they come and they lay eggs and it's a big part of the, the place where I'm from, of the culture. Mm-hmm. So it really brought me back. And then I was like, Oh, I want to do a painting about, you know that sea turtle's journey and like all of that. So so yeah, it's just kind of I guess different things with like whether it's ideas or or you know memories to like just things that I see that inform what I, my work. Yeah,
0: that's really amazing. Um, how important is it to address identity or your heritage in your work?
2: I mean, for me, it's super important. I mean, most of my work is about my identity and where I'm from. And I don't think, I mean, it's everything I paint um, is, is informed by my culture. And I think for me, it's it's really important, like my identity and who I am is, is what's made me an artist, is what's made me, you know, do the things I'm doing now. So so, for me, yeah, it's huge. And when I see that in other people, I, I really value that because it's kind of like a, quite an intimate thing, I think. Like, our, where we come from and our culture is very intimate and it's very, like, tells a lot of who we are. Mm-hmm. So, for me, that's really nice when I see that on other, on other people and on other artists. Like, it's, it's quite nice. So, I, yeah, and I think it's also really nice to celebrate where you're from.
0: Absolutely, um, I believe that um, cultures unite when they just simply have conversations with each other. Um, it's it's hard to challenge yourself when you stick to one when you stick to one place. You know, um, you have conversations with people who think and talk like you, and um, it's not really challenging whatsoever. But um, I believe that people expressing their backgrounds and cultures are very important for you know just getting to understand each other as a whole
2: oh yeah yeah absolutely yeah and i think it's also yeah it's really nice to be able to find things in common like Mm -hmm. in between cultures and just making that realization that you know we all have we all come from somewhere and like we all have a story to tell and everyone you know has something to say and it's Quite nice to share that and exchange those stories.
0: Yes, yes. Um, what inspires you beyond making art?
2: Uh, well, I, I beyond making art. Um, I guess people and places. I, I, I'm really fascinated by, by people and like, I guess in my mind sometimes I see people like these like they're their own like novels and like mm. I want to, and. And I find, yeah, I find different people and meeting different people and learning their stories quite interesting. And I'm not as brave now, but when I was younger, I used to love just going places and meeting strangers and like spending like, you know, hours just talking to them and drinking and then never seeing them again. But like having those, like I used to love doing that. And like I met loads of really interesting people um, like that. And it was, yeah, now I'm a bit more shy for some reason. (laughs) Yeah. And and just places traveling, I guess, Um, and seeing places and how they change and how, what they mean to other people is is quite, I really like it.
0: How often uh, did you travel before everything just got shut down?
2: Mm, Well, I mean, quite often, I guess, I, I mean, I guess twice a year at least two to three times a year i mean i go to mexico i try to go to mexico at least once a year because my, my family is still there mm-hmm. so normally one trip to mexico and then one or two little smaller trips to to somewhere a bit more close by but but yeah i try to i try to travel as much as i can i mean obviously it's, it's expensive so mm-hmm. you not watch but but yeah i it's yeah I always you know it's really satisfying to to go and like see how other people live and places
0: where's the uh just a random question where's the uh where is like your ultimate travel location that you wanna visit in the future
2: that I haven't been or
0: yeah, that you haven't been to yet or uh, somewhere you've been this one
2: uh I think oh uh, that I haven't been, I guess, Japan. I've always wanted to go to Japan. Um, and yeah, it's always been like one of those places that it's like in my bucket list. So yeah, if I could, I would, I mean, it's it's quite, it's quite expensive to go to Japan. So it hasn't, I haven't had the chance, um, but yeah, I would love to go to Japan.
0: Yeah, I definitely hope you are able to make that trip uh, when everything calms down. Um... What are you hoping to further explore with art making? Uh,
2: Well, at the moment, I've been well at the moment, but for for a while now, um, I've been really interested in in this idea of like immigration and being an immigrant and what it means um, to be an immigrant. And like, I mean, obviously, I'm an immigrant here. Mm -hmm. um, So like my experience, but also like different experiences of, of being an immigrant um, from like second generations, from like, and I quite like to create like, I guess a collage of all of these experiences and like, mm-hmm. and, and try and learn and yeah, because for me it's, I mean, obviously it's personal, but it's also, I mean, more recently with everything that's happened is kind of brought to the surface, like how, you know, how, how different it is for people, um, how like the experiences of people are quite different and how like people that have like, unfortunately come from certain backgrounds are gonna have the best of experiences sometimes. Um, mm. And yeah, would just like, I mean, I would love to, you know, talk to refugees, to, to like all of these different voices that have a relationship with immigration. And I mean, partly also because I think the world immigrant has such a negative connotation and
1: Mm.
2: it'd be really nice to do something where it's actually a positive thing and where like being an immigrant is something to be proud of and to celebrate and to yeah
0: i mean uh, it just baffles me that um i understand the use of borders but it baffles me when people just want to be um divided and separated and and just create tribalism when you know Mm. things will work out better once if we just like united and 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 came to some type of terms you know
2: yeah yeah i mean yeah i think it would be so nice if you know (laughs) we could move wherever they wanted and you know i mean unfortunately you can't choose where you where you're born Mm. but you choose where you go and like if you know it's also not about, like, saying, oh, where I'm from is not as good, but, and, you know, there's certain places where there's more opportunities for people, and so, obviously, there's more people trying to go to certain places just because, you know, there's there's more opportunities, and there shouldn't be, they shouldn't not be able to. Absolutely. Places, and, like, you know, every every destiny, I guess, is an origin, like, why is it that where you're born or where you're from, like it's like where you should stay or where you should you know it defines who you are and it informs who you are but you know you can go anywhere we can go anywhere
0: and i think traditionally um humans are nomadic peoples like we i mean we may stay in one spot for so long but so many of us just have the 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 urge to travel and and visit different places and take in different cultures you know i think it makes us better as people to you know like i said before just conversate with other cultures and 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 appreciate other people's backgrounds
2: yeah absolutely and i mean every single country in the world is made of like people from other places like (laughs) one is like everywhere is a mesh of people that have Mm. come here and so there's no such thing as like you are from here and you're from there like we're all kind of from everywhere
0: absolutely um are you creatively uh satisfied
2: uh yeah i would say at the moment i am uh, again i guess i've had the time (laughs) to to actually be creative um yeah going back to work is going to be for me, it's gonna be more more of a shock going out of a lockdown than into lockdown because I'm gonna to have to re, kind of give up a lot of that time I have to create.
0: Mm. So. Yeah, um, we should still, once everything uh, I guess goes back to what it used to be, we should still try to dedicate maybe a few hours to ourselves. You know, um, especially mm-hmm. creatives like uh, you and I because once we get lost in the same wake wash work routine it becomes monotonous and um i think it kills us our our creative spirits you know what i mean
2: absolutely i mean i've i've definitely my mental health is so much better like i feel almost guilty that that like mentally and emotionally i am i'm quite well at the moment because obviously it's been such a hard time for so many people mm. but i'm like quite pleased that like I'm quite happy and quite well mentally because I've had so much time to just, you know, reflect and do the things I love.
0: Yeah, this uh, COVID thing is definitely a tragedy, but I think it's also a blessing for people who are just for people to relax and and work on themselves, you know, and and just focus on self to, you know, um, just have a break basically
2: yeah yeah i mean i guess it's gonna change a little bit the way we the way we operate and the way we see a lot of people i've realized oh actually i don't have to go into an office every day Mm -hmm. possible to like be at home and it's possible to have more time
0: yeah um what has made you proud of your recent accomplishments
2: uh what has made me proud well i guess if i'm being quite honest just like having been seen by, I mean, since again, since the lockdown, I've been like posting more things and just engaging a little bit more in social media, which I'm not, I don't normally do because I don't have time. And I mean, it has been a great outlet. Um, And in a way it's like validation from people because, you know, when you, when you're an artist that is not necessarily famous and you don't have a gallery representing you or like, People showing your work for you. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I guess for me, social media is the only way I have to to show my work, and it's been really, really the response I've got, and it's been wonderful and lovely, and and it's kind of like I said, given me validation as an artist and given me like, oh, you know, people like my work. I can mm-hmm. I can continue doing this, and so that's been really nice.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, do you see yourself being a, a full-time artist sometime in the future?
2: Well, I mean, hopefully, I guess that's the dream. Um, yeah, I would love to. I mean, I, for me, a lot of my, a lot of what I do is also to do with the community. So I think I would still want to keep that aspect of working with people. But mm-hmm. yeah, hopefully, doing art with people that would be that would be the best, you know. And,
0: um how important is it for artists to have a website or some type of social media?
2: I think nowadays it's, it's I mean, for me, it's been where I have been seen. So for mm. me, it's really important. So I guess, yeah, it's it's important just because it gives you visibility and it's, I guess, a place where people like see your see what you're doing and who you are. And yeah, I mean, a lot of the, a lot of the times when you're you know entering competitions or applying for open calls or whatever and whatnot you you have to put on a website on a on an instagram or facebook or so yeah so it it is quite important in the way that is is the only way people have to see your work unless you're famous
0: mm-hmm, definitely um I think I might have asked this before, but I'm not sure um what are you doing? when you're not creating art?
2: So I work um, for a mental health charity. Um, we, so it's like a mental health and arts charity. We do um, arts for people. Um, so we work with people that have um, experiences with mental health and it's, it's, it's pretty much like a community space where people can come and sort of switch off and do some art and do something creative. And we, we do workshops and all sorts of things. So. So yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> that's what's my job, basically but it's a, a really
0: lovely f- job. So um was it a job that you actively search for? Do you feel the need to like give back to the community or
2: yeah, I think I'm yeah, I think I'm very interested in education in general and like using art as a vehicle to mm-hmm. like, you know, for people to 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 you know have a positive for better well-being and express themselves and so so yeah definitely while I was doing my master's I was just looking for jobs and when I saw this one it just kind of was like oh this is perfect I would love to and yeah I've been there for almost four years now so it's yeah it's a really lovely place
0: um just a one more question um did you have any like um favorite artists who inspired you growing up
2: uh yeah i mean it's it's quite like i i loved van gogh since since i'm little and i i remember seeing every night and being like wow um so he was one of the artists that when i was little was like quite like yeah quite important and and then just growing up i've and as as i've become more of a serious artist um yeah more i guess people like frida Kahlo people like mm-hmm. Remedios are as people that are like I, I try to like look for people that are Latin American or that and and yeah now now with Instagram like there's so many like and I'm like oh my god there's so many people that are so talented there's like um this woman called Bista Butler and she does like um I guess it's like like quilts it's amazing like she's mm-hmm. amazing um and yeah so so yeah I mean so, from the very famous people to like not too famous people, I guess.
0: So it seems to you to me that um representation um is definitely important to um for for you. So would you have any um advice or uh uh anything to say to um maybe a future artist who came from where you came from? Um would you have any advice on how to uh i guess get to where you are today
2: well i guess yeah i mean i guess just just do things and like create things whether whether you like them or not or whether other people like them or not and see you know see where that takes you first and then yes i guess get like look at what other people have done and especially like what other people from from where you come from have done because they have Obviously, they're the people that will have similar experiences, and like, it's quite nice to see how they have expressed like things that are going to be familiar to you, and mm-hmm. like places that are going to be familiar to you, and how they've have they've done that, how they've created their artwork, and it's it's yeah, it's nice to. Then it gives you kind of for me, it inspires me when I see people um, that have done similar things or have you know dealt with similar topics that I'm doing, I'm just just seeing how they deal with them and what they do with them. It's, it's, it's quite inspiring and like it it informs my work. So it's kind of like, it's kind of doing research, I guess. Like if you were like an academic or, or a writer or whatever, it will be like doing your, doing research, you know, as artists, we also do like, like other artists are like part of that research
0: okay uh last question i promise um where do you see yourself within uh 10 years
2: oh i don't know (laughs) hopefully hopefully i i I would like to to be able to make a living out of art and to like i mean i would love to be involved in more like projects um where i can use art you know like if like ideally i would love to you know like this project with immigration, like I would love for like loads of people to get involved and to do loads of art um with people and like informed by people so so yeah, hopefully like ideally in ten years I'll be in a place where like you know i like it's very easy for me to get, get grants it's very easy for me mm. to to you know get this sort of economical um side of things, which at the moment it's not like i still need to work uh, quite a lot quite a lot of the days um to be able to support myself so so yeah uh, ideally yeah in 10 years um my art will be able to support it it, itself
0: that's perfect um i just want to thank you for uh joining us today um learned a lot and I, i really appreciate um the time you spent with us and just your art, period. Um, you are a very um, inspirational uh, person, and um, I just want you to just keep progressing and, and keep doing what you're doing.
2: Thank you. Well, I I want to thank you for inviting me. I mean, this is it's been lovely speaking to you, and and yeah, thank you so much.
0: All right, thank you. Um, and we're just going to end it right here. <laughs> I appreciate it.
2: Yeah. All have right. a lovely Have a lovely day.
0: You too. Be safe you too bye bye
2: -bye.
0: and here is the quote of the day in art the hand can never execute anything higher than the heart can imagine ralph waldo emerson all right family thank you for joining us for another episode don't forget to subscribe to the podcast have a good one